Hello, everybody. It's April the 1st. This is when the show is going out live. You may not be listening to it on April the 1st, but it's being broadcast on April the 1st. April Fool's Day. So I thought, hey, maybe we could share some thoughts and ideas around business and April Fool's Day. Let's see what happens. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody, to episode 52 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee. I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations, and winning more sales pitches. And don't forget that if you want something like that to happen in your business, if you want your people to be better trained at delivering greater presentations, or you feel your sales needs a bit of re-energizing, then give me a call because I run various workshops and programs and that sort of thing, which could well be of benefit to you. In today's show, it is April Fool's Day. So (laughs) I thought maybe we could have a little bit of fun with this. But I recognise that uh, certainly in the UK that um, April Fool's Day runs out at midday today. So if you're listening to this first thing in the morning on April Fool's Day when it's first broadcast, fantastic. If you're listening to it afterwards, then maybe you can't quite put into action all those things. So I did a bit of research because I was interested to know April Fool's Day. uh, Apparently, it's according to Wikipedia, it is a bit of a Western celebration where, you know, we all do practical jokes and hoaxes and that sort of thing. And newspapers are very good at carrying April Fool's stories, as I'm sure some of you will have found out when you read your newspaper this morning, if indeed you do read a newspaper. I don't know. Can you can you do an April Fool's newspaper joke online? Does it have the, quite the same impact? But apparently, according to Wikipedia, um, April Fool's Day was first mentioned allegedly in the Canterbury Tales back in 1392. Did you know that? Did you also know that in the Middle Ages, New Year's Day in Europe was celebrated on March the 25th? And then there was a holiday which ran for about a week and finished on April the 1st. So there was a link to that as well. I remember growing up as a kid, you know, um, and having great fun on April Fool's Day. You know, we'd say things like, oh, Dad, why are the cows in the garden? Or, Dad, did you know a tree had fallen on your car? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. And your dad would come rushing in, look out the window, and there'd be no cows in the garden, there'd be no tree falling on the car, and you'd go, oh, April Fools. <laughs> Uh, my mum and dad tried to get their, tried to preempt this happening um, by trying to get me born on April Fool's Day. But uh, unfortunately uh, for them, I managed to hang on in there. So I, I was born on April the 2nd at 4.20am, according to the records. So it was a bit of a task to hang on in there and make sure I, did, I didn't get born on April Fool's Day. So I thought, well, maybe we could do a spoof podcast. But if you're listening to this podcast after April Fool's Day, you might be thinking, what the heck is going on here? You know, so, uh, so I decided to narrow it down have a bit of fun still but uh, narrow it down to two things number one is uh, having a look at foolish things that you could do um, in sales and presentations if you really want to be the April Fool's person of sales and presenting so a couple of ideas a bit of fun to share with you um, in the middle and the end of the program this morning and then uh, the other thing I thought about was this link between being a busy fool and an April Fool so the, the, the term in business that I could think of which had any connection to April April Fool's Day was was busy full. And how many times do you go to a networking event or meet people and the first thing they say to you is, are you busy? 
<laughs> I mean, what sort of question is that in the first place? And also, how on earth do you reply to that? Do you go, no, no, not at all. I've got nothing going on. Most people go, oh, yeah, I'm really busy. Yeah, I've got lots of stuff going on. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, or they ask you, how's business? And you go, oh, I'm really busy. <laughs> so you kind of say it for yourself again. But are you really busy? And are you being a busy fool? On a semi-serious note, let's just have a think about some of the things that actually can make you think you're really busy but actually you've been very unproductive should we say so here's a few things that you need to just have a little think about these do any of these come into your working day it's monday so here's the start of the week good time to consider these because some of these could make you feel like a busy fool so how about trivia getting in the way of important stuff? <laughs> you know that sometime this week you've got to make three important phone calls and you keep putting them off, don't you? Because, oh, well, I've got to sort that out. Oh, I've got to do this or I've got to do that. It's a bit like, I think the very first podcast I did was back in the day was suggesting that each business should have a quarterly sales and marketing review. You should get it in the diary and you should say, right, we're going to do it for two hours or whatever it takes on this day. And of course, most businesses then find an excuse not for doing that. I think it's a really important thing to do. Most people say, oh, oh we can't do it on that day now because the coffee machine's been mended. <laughs> yeah, some nonsense like that. So how many things are you doing? The really important stuff are you avoiding doing? So you're, you're trying to pretend you're, you, you've got busy stuff to do that's more important. So trivia getting in the way is one. Getting distracted is another, isn't it? You know, that really can be a waste of time. If you're in an open plan office right now, then, you know, how many times are you going to get distracted today by colleagues wandering over and talking nonsense with you and all that stuff? Or, or coming to sit down in your office and, uh, and talk nonsense with you? Or, uh, or your phone rings or you're, you're fiddling around on social media and you know you shouldn't be doing that. Or you're working from home today and you're just looking out the window and you're going to make a cup of tea or put the washing on and you can't settle and get and get working on think about how you're getting distracted i have a great top tip actually if you work in a situation where you're a maybe a manager or something like that and you've got an office and people distract you by coming into your office and you really don't want them to stay even though there are chairs for them to sit on stand up as soon as they come in your office stand up because if you're stood up they're not going to sit down if you're sat down they may well sit down it's hard to get rid of them then so stand up come round the side of the desk to them and gradually walk back towards the door okay it works i used to use this all the time it works and then suddenly they find themselves back outside your office and you and you say oh thanks very much for popping in frank <laughs> And and Frank's back outside thinking, how on earth did that happen? And you've been very, you've been, you've been distracted for a minute or two. So other things, you know, that could make you a busy fool. Yeah, yeah, great to see people. I think going to see people, fantastic, face to face. But sometimes you don't need to go and see them. You can still see them. You can do a video call. How many of you are using Zoom or something like that now to make video calls? If you're not using video conferencing, you need to do it. You can do it. You don't need great big kit. I mean, great big kit's wonderful, but you can do it on things like Zoom and all that sort of stuff. So it's very easy to do. And how about typing long emails? How many of you genuinely listening to this podcast are very, very good typists? Yeah, Are you being a busy fool because you're spending hours and hours and hours typing an email? And then, of course, you're going over the email and you're redoing it because you're not happy with it. la di la di la di da You know, so yeah, get up there and, and get yourself some dictation software. It's much easier to get a head start. I use it all the time. And you've got to check it. 
sure, but I make far fewer mistakes, or rather the, the software makes far fewer mistakes listening to me and dictating what I put than me trying to type it out, and it takes a lot less time. So think about that. Meetings. Meetings are a great way of being a busy fool. How much time are you spending in meetings that are really, really not worth it? Now, it's hard when you're not in charge of the meeting, but sometimes you can do things in a meeting that move things on. Like just contribute slowly and say, you know, I, I don't know, just subtle things. You can do it. But it's, oh, what a waste of time, isn't it? When you get in a meeting and you know it's going to go on and on and on. So if you get a chance to set a meeting, here's a couple of tricks you could do. One is to just get people to stand up. You know, I'm sure most of you have been into a stand up meeting. <laughs> it was all the, you know, creatives tend to do stand up meetings. Hey, we're having a stand up meeting. But it's a serious point. You can have a stand up meeting. And secondly, um, if you're going to schedule a meeting, don't schedule a meeting for 10 o'clock or 10.30 because those to me always sound as they're going to go on and on and on. So schedule that 10 o'clock meeting for 9.50. Schedule the 10.30 one for 10.20. You immediately create a perception the meeting is not going to last very long. Try it. It does work. It's similar when you want to book an appointment with clients. I think I've mentioned this in previous podcasts. If you want to book an appointment with somebody, don't tell me you want to come and see me at 10 o'clock because they immediately think you're going to be there for an hour. Oh, no. If you say to me, can I come and see you at 9.50? Then I'm thinking, oh, that's good, 10 minutes. And clearly, it maybe will last more than 10 minutes. But I think you increase your chances of getting on my radar and getting in there. So last thing really is networking. You know, are you, are you being a busy fool going networking? I'm in Cornwall. There seems to be thousands of networking events going on every day. And I, I see occasional pictures on the social media channels. It looks like people are going to do nothing but go networking, <laughs> which is great. Uh, or is it? Um, so are you being a busy fool going networking? Yeah, be selective. I've, I'm going to do a podcast on networking very soon. And on my LinkedIn page, I've put a question out there, you know, uh, tips and ideas for making sure that you make full use of networking. So if you've got something you really want to contribute to the networking podcast in a couple of weeks time, find me on LinkedIn, connect with me. That'd be brilliant. I'll definitely connect back with you. And also uh, answer the have a look at the question. The, 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 there's a bit of stream going on there. There are some comments on there already. Be great if you want to contribute to them as well. So there we go. There's a few thoughts about the busy fool. I did promise that I would share with you a few things. Uh, if you really want to be look foolish when you're trying to do sales or presenting, then uh, I'll share those with you very, very briefly in a second or two. There we go. Now, just before I share those with you, one of the things that can be really can make you feel like a busy fool is if you have got a ridiculous or out of date or very annoying piece of music or script that plays on your on hold music on your telephones in your business. Do you know what's on your on hold music? Because most people in businesses don't know because they never get to listen to it. It's only us, the poor customers who have to tolerate your really, really bad message. If you need it sorting out, A, find out what it sounds like. That might be a surprise to you. And then get hold of VoiceBuddy, voicebuddy.co.uk. Toby's partner, Amy, does the the top and tail of this uh, podcast so you can get a feel for the quality of the voices that you're going to get. But they are really terrific at doing this and they will put music in there. They'll do the messages for you. They're great. And it will, you know, really transform your on-hold music. So get hold of Toby via voicebuddy.co.uk. That will be a great thing for you to do. All right. So I did promise you five tips uh, if you're doing a presentation and you really want to make yourself look foolish and be really ridiculous and rubbish at presenting. Now, 
If you do these already, maybe it's a, maybe this is a moment when you think, oh, I probably should stop doing this then. Okay, so here we go. Number one, make sure whatever you do, you fill all your slides with as many words as possible. But don't forget, you've also got to cram in the marketing template. You know, the one your marketing colleagues love with all your logos and that, that you know, that subtle thing in the background, that really lovely thing they've designed. And they want you to run it on every single one of your 348 slides. And then make sure every single one of those slides is crammed with words that your audience can't see and you're going to read. So that's a really good way of, of doing a great foolish presentation. Number two is definitely don't practice. Whatever you do, don't practice your presentation. Because, you know, just go with it. Wing it. You can do this. You don't need to practice. You know, you're never going to look foolish by halfway through forgetting where you are or getting your notes in a tangle. I'm talking of notes. Number three is make sure you print out all your notes word for word and all your slides as well. So you've got a great big wedge of paper with you when you go up and do your presentation. Because, you know, that will make you look really foolish, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But. Yeah, there we go. If you want to look foolish when you do your presentations, do that. Number four is make sure whatever you do that the content is not relevant to the audience whatsoever. And it's all about you. OK, it's about your business. It's about how great you are. It's about the awards you've won. It's, oh, it's just you, 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 you. That's a really great way of, of delivering a fantastic presentation if you want to win the April Fool's Prize for presenting. And number five, make sure throughout the presentation you speak in a monotone voice from behind a lectern. And if there is a microphone available, make sure you don't use it because you really don't want many people in your audience to hear your presentation, do you? There we go. <laughs> right. And I did promise you some uh, April Fool's tips for sales as well. So quickly whistle through these because I realise we're getting close to our 15, 16 minute barrier. So if you want to if you want to look foolish in sales, well, um, work on the basis that, you know, as long as you keep talking, people will keep buying. So just talk, 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 talk. Don't let them get a word. Don't let your customer get a word in edgeways. Don't certainly don't ask them any questions. And definitely, if they do speak, don't listen to what they're talking about. Just focus on what you're saying. Talk, 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 talk. Number two is definitely don't do any research them uh, about them at all. You don't need to know what they're selling. They're just going to buy your product regardless. So it doesn't matter what, you know, what their company's about or anything at all. They're definitely going to buy whatever it is you're offering. So you don't need to waste your time finding out all about them. Um, and if you, you know, if you are struggling, you know, to get some interest, well, there's always a way that they're going to find this useful. Just hang on in there. Just keep working at it. You know, say, well, if you don't need it for this, I'm sure you need it for this. It'll be great for this. And just keep talking, keep battering away. They'll give in in the end. They'll say, yeah, come on, Trevor, let's sign the order. Hey, that'll be great. That'll be great. That'll be great. And um, and if you, you know, if if you if they do ask you a question and you don't know the answer to it, well, simply make it up. They're never going to know that you haven't got a clue what the answer is to that question. Make it up. Just make it up. It's easy, you know. So there we go. <laughs> right. Well, I hope this has been a bit of fun for you and brightened up your own April Fool's Day. So now, if it's still before midday, we listen to this podcast. Go off and do those pranks. All right. Go off and uh, when when someone's, you know, give, get someone a coffee, but fill it up with cold water. I don't know. <laughs> I can't really reveal all the pranks that uh, I used to get up to as a youngster on April Fool's Day, but we had a lot of fun. So have a bit of, I hope you've had a bit of fun with this podcast. Um, if you'd like to uh, subscribe, that would be absolutely fantastic. You could do that through your app. And if you'd like to leave a review, well, that would be really, really brilliant and very awesome. 
because, uh, you know, if I can get people to leave reviews, that's great. The listeners are going up, so that's fantastic. So if you're a new listener, brilliant. Thank you very much for, for being a new listener. Do tell your friends about the podcast as well. That would be really, really awesome as well. So uh, I think that's it. That's the end of today's podcast. Uh, now, next week, I'm going to be sharing tips and ideas how to do a fantastic finish to your presentation. Most people get to the end of a presentation and just stop. So next week's podcast is going to be all about that. Um, I'm very excited that my online presentation course is slowly getting towards through to the end and I'm going to be offering my uh, podcast listeners a chance if they if they've got a big presentation coming up or they know somebody who has to buy one of the first six uh, that's going to be available at a much reduced rate just to get us going and get some testing and some feedback and that sort of thing so lots of exciting things going on here that's it for this week thank you very much for listening I'm your host Trevor Lee and as I say I'll be back with another episode of the podcast next week until then make sure you take full advantage of all the opportunities that come your way to grow your sales and deliver awesome presentations thank you for listening the sales and presentation podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media if your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch then please get in touch with trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717 if you enjoyed the podcast please do leave a review on itunes or via your podcast app thank you